have invited me here. I want to thank you for your kindness and your hospitality. Thank you for the little gift you gave me the other night. All those things speak of you folks so well. And I'm glad to be here. I, and matter of fact, I feel like preaching here today. Mm -hmm. I feel the preacher man down in my soul. Uh, you're going to have to uh, get used to me because I am a man that's got uh, uh, Spanish in me. And I'm a, I'm a white man that's I'm inside of me. I'm half black and half Spanish trapped in a white body. <laughs> my church is that way in New York. And sometimes they call me blue-eyed soul. And other times they don't know what to call me. <laughs> I love the Word of God and I love people. That's what this is all about. And I wish God would give me the ability to know all languages. Because 75 languages are spoken in our city. We have 18 million that live in that megatropolis. And then we're bordered by Connecticut and New Jersey which is 10 more million which gives us 28 million people and there's never a dull moment praise God <laughs> never a dull moment I promise you but I love it somebody asked me the other night how I like it I said it's the only place I ever lived in in my life that I could love it and hate it in the same day <laughs> praise God but the Lord has a place for all of us in His work. And we're living, and I believe we are that generation upon whom the ends of the world have come. And this is no time for us to be fearful. No time for us to live in amazement and wonderment because of what's going on in the world. But it is a time for us to be in tune with the presence and the Spirit of God. God's not done with his church yet. As a matter of fact, God's not even weak. He's not even hung any signs out saying, gone out of business. God's not even deaf. He's a well and able in the time that we're living in. And if I can find out which way he's going and move with him, Everything will be all right. Can you say amen? amen. You want me to preach today? <laughs> I'm going to try. You can be seated. Praise God. Estoy muy feliz de estar aquí con los hermanos que hablan español. Es un bendición conocerles. Y yo quiero que el Señor pueda mandar su presencia sobre su pueblo con un avivamiento tremendo. Porque es el tiempo de la siega y debemos hacer algo por el Señor. Aleluya. ¿Cuántos dicen gloria a Dios? ¿Cuántos dan un aplauso al Señor? Aleluya. Aleluya. Gloria. Bendito Señor. Aleluya. Amen, 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 amen. I'm going to Cuba in the spring, and I ask you to pray for us. It's the time that God wants to do something mighty in that country. There's hunger there. There are people there that are like precious faith. And now they're beginning to have liberty, and the gospel is no longer going to be bound. And oh Lord, Send the times of refreshing from your presence. 
Can you say praise the Lord? If you have your Bibles today, I want you to turn with me to 1 Corinthians in chapter 2. And I want to read the first five verses. I'll be preaching from the fifth verse today. Hallelujah. Lord, we love you today. We thank you. I thank the Lord for all the preaching that I've heard. I've been blessed. I'm going home feeling better. I learned one thing last night. You don't need 13 easy lessons when one will teach you. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and 1 through 5. And I, brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness, and I've been there, and in fear, and I know a little bit about that, and in much trembling, and we've all walked down that street. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words, of man's wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men but in the power of God and I want to read that verse again verse 5 that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men but in the power of God and I want to preach for just a little while today about the importance of faith and I'm going to preach about faith from a different angle than maybe some of you are used to hearing about it because usually when we talk about faith we talk about getting healing from cancer we talk about getting a blinded eye open. Or we talk about getting cured of disease called collywobbles, uh, diaphragm calorium. We have all kinds of things that we attach to faith. But I want to preach for a while today about faith from another angle that we know but we need to look at. You see, you and I live in a very real world. I know we're baptized in His name and filled with the Spirit. And I know that we are a righteous, holiness, believing people. But that cannot save me. That cannot keep you saved. We have got to have a faith in God. Amen. Because things will come in life and things will happen to us as we live in a real world that will cause us to have nowhere else to go or to lean on but our faith and our hope and our trust and our confidence in a God who is well able to take us through here and present us faultless before his throne of glory with 
exceeding joy. And you may be seated this afternoon. Praise God the importance of faith. When I look in this Bible, I find that I'm justified by faith. When I look in this Bible, I find that I can't even understand without faith. For through faith we understand. If there's no understanding, it's because of a lack of faith. But I got good news for you this afternoon. That faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. God's words are faith words. God's words are powerful words. God's words are authoritative words. And I need faith that comes from God's Word if I'm going through here. And you say praise the Lord. And you say thank you Jesus. You see I need a faith to live by. I need a faith to die by. I need a faith to endure by. I need a faith my friend to pray by. I need a faith to know God by. And that's the reason you and I go through some of these things that we call hard trials and fiery tests. They're not designed to get us down, but they're designed to give us a revelation of God other than a national revelation. Hallelujah. You see, if I never got sick, how could I call him my doctor? If I never got weak, how could I call him my strength? If I never got tempted, how could I call him my victory? If I never got disillusioned, how could I call him the uplifter of my soul and my life? I need faith in God. Not a mouth faith, but a real faith. Hallelujah. I read this Bible. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 16 tells you, Amen, above all, taken unto you. Everybody say above all. Everybody say above all. Everybody say above all. After you've got the helmet of salvation on. After you've got the breastplate of righteousness on. After you've been shot with the preparation of the gospel. After your loins have been girt with truth. After you've got a sword in your hands. Then he comes back and makes this profound statement. And above, 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 above all. Taking unto you the shield of faith by the which you are able to quench all of the fiery darts of the enemy. Praise God. What's that telling me? When I can't fight for myself, my faith defends me. My faith fights for me. My faith carries me. My faith helps me. My trust, my confidence, my ability to throw it on God. Hallelujah. The shield of faith will not keep you from being tempted. It will not keep you from having trouble. It will not keep you from knowing sorrow. It will not keep you from getting sick. But what the shield of faith will do, it will help you not to get a worldly attitude where you look at God and say, Why? Why this? Why that? If you don't take care of this in the next three minutes, God, I'm checking out. I'm going down the road. No, no. The shield of faith will help me plant my feet 
and say, these things just come to pass. They just come to pass. A pastor in a city that's a real world. You know how it is to have them call you in the morning and one of your young girls gets raped on a subway train and gets beat and ends up with AIDS because of it? What do you tell people when that happens? That's the real world. What happens when a mother calls you at 11 o'clock at night and say, Pasta, come to King County Hospital. They just shot my nine-year-old boy. He got caught in the crossfire of drug addicts warring over things. That's the real world that we live in. And just because you and I are in the church, my friend does not exempt us from bad things happening to good people. But when it happens, God will give us the grace. God will give us the faith. God will give us the ability to stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Hallelujah! Jesus, help us to understand. I feel like preaching here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The shield of faith will not immunize you against tragedies in your church, on your job, in your home, in your school. But the shield of faith will help you to keep your head straight when there ain't no food in the plate. The shield of faith will help you to keep your sense of direction and help you keep your look Godward into the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Where there's strength and power in the hour that we're living in. Some of us in here today have gone through things and are going through things that we wouldn't tell nobody else. And sometimes we wonder, why don't God take care of this? Why don't God handle this? Just because we can't see Him doing it don't mean that He's not doing it. And you'll say, praise the Lord. And you'll say, thank you, Jesus. What I'm saying to you today is dig your heels in and grit your teeth take your licking honey and get up and go on ticking hallelujah hallelujah stay in here stay in the grace of God learn to walk by faith you see the scripture said we walk by faith and not by sight there's too many of us that go by our emotions and by what we see and by the opinions of other people but we need a faith in God that goes beyond everything else hallelujah 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 above all taking unto you the shield of faith that's what happened to Simon Peter in chapter 22 of the book of Luke he had already made his boast I'll never leave you Lord I'll go with you always and the Lord kind of looked at him and smiled and said hey I got news for you son even you're going to deny me three times before the cock crows and it come to pass but the Lord looked back at him because he knew his humanity and he looked at him and said but I got news for you Peter I've prayed for you 
why'd you pray for me Lord not that you'd lose your credentials not that you lose your esteem among your brethren but I have prayed for you that your faith don't fail you when you lose your faith you lose it all you start another direction amen but as long as you've got faith and you haven't denied his name you can reach out and grab that and tie a knot and you can hold on there is a God in heaven there is a God that can sustain you in all places at all times regardless of the circumstances <laughs> hallelujah 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 amen remember brother Abraham in the scripture God called him out from the land on the other side of the flood on the other side of the river called him out from his daddy Terah said I want to make out of you a great nation and I'm going to bless the nations that bless you and I'm going to curse the nations that curse you and I don't want you leaning on nothing or nobody I am your exceeding great reward and I am your shield you've got to develop a faith in me Abraham Amen. I mean this man had a faith and I want to talk about three kinds of faith today Amen. everybody say invincible faith faith everybody say irrevocable faith everybody say independent faith at some time in your life and mine we are going to have to manifest amen an independent irrevocable and invincible faith and God is gonna let things happen to get us there to teach us that he's not through with us yet hallelujah and old Abraham left like God said and started off walking for a place he didn't know where he was going. But afterward it was to be a blessing to him and all the nations that believed in his God. God separated him so that he could be the man that taught the nations the monotheistic understanding of the great God that you and I know. I'm glad that I know there's one God, but that's not enough to know. Amen. I'm glad to know that he's Alpha, runs all the way to the end and becomes Omega and fills up all the space in between and never ceases to be the Alpha. That's a great revelation that comes from heaven, but that's not enough. I've got to know him in faith, in faith, in faith, and I only know him and learn him by the things I pass through. Abraham checked out and his nephew Lot went with him and they were doing good for a while but one of them got cold feet one of them got a scent and a taste for another direction you see the carnal nature is always contrary to the spiritual nature with the carnal mind you can understand things but you will never understand the things of God with natural mindedness Amen and so strife came between the herdsmen of Lot and the herdsmen of Abraham and Abraham said make your choice boys and Abraham went to the mountains he went to the higher places and I feel the tug and the call today to God's children everywhere to leave the old plane of naturality and let's shift gears and get up a little higher and live above the snake line and look down on things hallelujah and learn the tread on the heads of scorpions go 
free from faith to faith and glory to glory. An old lot checked out, but Abraham checked in. By faith he did it. When you look at the book of Hebrews, there's three things you find in the 11th chapter. It says, by faith, through faith, and in faith. And that's the story of our lives in here today. Amen. We do some things by faith. We do some things through faith. And we do other things in faith. They all died in the faith. Amen. Through faith. They subdued kingdoms. They stopped the mouths of lions. They quenched fire. Amen. They was able to take the sword. They did not ask for a deliverance that they might have a better resurrection. I'm here to tell you, faith can take you through the rough places. Faith can take you through the bumpy roads. Faith can take you through life and take you into the next life. Chapter 4 of the book of Hebrews tells you there was a rest for the people of God but they couldn't enter into it they had a little problem they were doctrinally straight but they didn't have the ability to mix the word with faith and you'll say praise the Lord there's a lot of us that know the word but it's not enough to know it honey faith is what makes it work faith is what makes it alive faith is what get it moving faith is what keeps it moving amen hallelujah and so Abraham had that independent faith it was independent of the circumstances sometimes we're controlled and ruled by the circumstances that are around us well I could live closer to God and better for God if this condition was better for me or if that condition was better for me or that condition was better for me but I got news for you today you can live with the devil and be saved amen you can live next door to hell and still keep your salvation you cannot allow your circumstances to rule and control and take your life and hem you in and head you in your faith will fight for you when you can't fight for yourself when you don't know how to fight for yourself the spirit of God will overcome you and how be it in the spirit we make groanings and utterings that we don't even understand but the spirit intercedes for us when the Lord told Simon Peter I've prayed for you that your faith hey you not you know what he was saying to him that day he was saying something I just caught it here a while back when I was looking why would the Lord say that to him he knew what he was going to do he knew what was happening and when the Lord said but I prayed for you that your faith don't fail you you know what he was saying to Simon Peter he was saying four powerful words that every individual needs to hear in their life from somebody and those words are this I believe in you I believe in you I believe in you don't that sound good don't that encourage you even though troubles all around you in your mind in your spirit or in your home in your life on your job in your school in this world well I'm not living in the clouds I live in a real world I see it every day I see people blown away on street corners mocked and beaten and left laying it's a real world I've seen saints robbed and hurt and beaten 
Hallelujah. And people said, well, if you live for God, he ain't going to let none of that happen to you. I got news for you. We're in this world until he takes us out of here. And a lot of things can happen. But those things that can happen to us that are negative don't have to destroy us. We can turn them around and make them bless us. Just like God took the bitter waters of Merabar and the experience of Israel and made them sweet. I'm serving a God that can take the bitter circumstances around your life, sir, and your wife, life, ma'am, and make them sweet like honey. Just like God could take Samson down, amen, to a lion, an animal that was designed to destroy him. Amen, and look in the carcass of that lion and find something sweet in there. Amen. What are you trying to tell me, Lord? I can bring you to a place in faith where you don't have to serve your trials and your tests, but I'll make them serve you. I'll make them give you something sweet where there's something bitter. I'll make them put something in you that nothing else can put in there. Don't begrudge the trials and the mountains and the valleys and the things that come to you. But stop long enough and say, Lord, what are you trying to teach me? Lord, what are you trying to make out of me? Lord, what are you trying to get out of my life? Oh, don't you love him today? Somehow we get in our mind if we go on a 40-day fast and pray here and pray there that none of this is going to happen. i got news for you. That's what it is going to happen. Amen. I've tried it both ways. And no matter how you go at it, it's coming. Amen. Amen. But you need not cast therefore away your confidence, your faith, your ability to trust God. But you have need of patience after that you've done the will of God. Just stand right in there and wait. Go right on the church. Go right on and pray. Go right on and seek the Lord. Abraham had all kinds of things coming at him. Abe, look, your daddy's the richest man in this area. And you're going to check out and give up all this? You know, it's strange how God works on preachers sometimes. I had a church in Adrian, Michigan, and we worked hard. When we first took it, there were six people there. When we left, there was 105, and our record was about 142 or 43. And one day I was working over there putting paneling on the walls. I just put a new furnace in there and doing a lot of work in there. And the Lord just spoke to my heart and said, I'm removing you from this place. And I said, you mean after all this time? <laughs> after all the hours put it in? Lord, I worked that old third shift job over there to keep this place going. We never ever owned a house in our life, and I got enough beans together that I could buy our first little old house over there. And my wife's happy with that house, and now you're going to tell me I'm going to go? I mean, you talk about mixed emotions. You talk about mass hysteria. You talk about all kind of things bombing away in your head. But you see, God knows what's best for us. Amen. We're not our own. But you and I have been bought with a price. That always helps me when I go through something. I'm not my own. I'm not my own. Jesus invested himself in me. And I'm over here to stay, Lord, until I die. Hallelujah. I 
will work for you and live for you regardless. Hallelujah. I'm talking about a faith that's independent right now. Circumstances don't say you, it's safe for you to do this. Where are you going, man? You got a family. Where are you going to? What are you going to do? I don't know. You don't know. Man, you're crazy. You say this thing you call God got on you? Hallelujah. Thank you, brother. And it's moved on you this way? Yeah, that's right. And he went out not knowing where he was going. He just stepped out. Faith is not reckless. It's intelligent. But he understood who had a hold of his feet. <laughs> and he had his nose and his feet pointed in the same direction. And he went out with the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God is outstanding, isn't he? God is great. And so this man had to overcome the circumstances. He had to overcome the opinions of his best friends and maybe even some of his family members. He'd heard the voice of God. He had to overcome the opinions and the emotions of the moment. He had to keep focused and keep the voice and the Spirit of God within his system. And so do you. And so do I. We do know, not know what tomorrow may bring. Hallelujah. Then there's old brother Job. Well, let me finish with Abraham. In chapter 12, God calls him out in the book of Genesis. He's walking along and Lot jumps off and backslides and goes another direction. But Abraham, the father of altars, the friend of God. When I face God one day, I don't want him to tell me I was a good preacher or a good Bible teacher or a good this or a good that. But I want him to tell me that I was faithful. I want him to tell me that I'm being rewarded because I stuck it in there and I walked with him. I'm not worried about the titles and all the stuff that a lot of people are worried about. We only pass through here one time. But what's important is what God says about us. And God said, He's my friend and He's an altar builder and He's got faith. He's gone through it regardless. Oh, hallelujah! In chapter 15, he got weak, and he almost made a treaty with five hostile kings. And that's when the Lord came in and said, Wait a minute, Abraham. I am your exceeding great reward. And I am your shield. Now you just stick by me, boy, and everything's going to be all right. Yeah, it's dark right now, but the sun's coming up in the morning. You just stay right by me. In that same chapter, that man built an all said a horror of darkness came upon him, a spiritual depression. I want to remind you of something today. Just because you fast and pray, just because you know God, you cannot separate your humanity from your soul. You will have these things happen even though you're full of the Holy Ghost. After he'd sacrificed, after he'd done what he was supposed to do, after he went to rest, then he was attacked by spirits. Amen. Oh, God, I love you today, Lord. So this man was not controlled by the emotions of the moments. God.
promised him a son in his old age. And Sarah laughed. And God said, just, be, just because of that, you're going to call his name Yishik, which is Isaac, which means the son of laughter. And old mama Sarah, amen, 90 years old, amen, comes forth a little son. She was so old and so wrinkly, amen, that fabric softener couldn't straighten her out. Amen. But God turned nature around backwards and God performed a great miracle against everything. And you say, praise the Lord, because age, circumstances, and opinions, and the emotions of the moment mean nothing to God. Brother Job, a man who feared God, he chewed evil and even prayed for his children for perhaps they might have sinned and grieved the Lord and he gave sacrifices for them. It did not keep him from having heavy stuff come down on him. Amen. His kids taken out. Amen. His crops burnt to the ground. His herds taken away by enemies. And now his poor wife is standing there looking at him when his health is attacked. Amen. Job didn't know what the Lord was saying about him in his conversation to the devil. And you and I don't know what God is saying about us sometimes. But the enemy came walking to and fro and up and down the earth. And God said, if you considered my servant Job that he's a perfect man, that he's upright in everything that he does, and he's a man that fears God and he hates evil, have you considered him? That's what you want to hear God say about you. boils from the top of his head to the sole of his feet stinking and no help scraping those things his poor wife looks at him somebody said she's a bad old woman no she wasn't she just didn't have the tolerance level he had <laughs> he was the one that was called not her <laughs> the anointing helps us preachers Amen. Hallelujah. And oh, she looked at him and said, Job, you mess. <laughs> Baby, I ain't never saw you looking like this before. <laughs> Woo! I mean, you're a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> you don't smell too hot either. <laughs> I don't even want to get close to you. Some of that will rub off on me. <laughs> and I don't want none of that. Why don't you just curse God and die? Amen. But this man had an irrevocable faith. He was able to look up out of the ruins of life. Amen. You see, when you live in the real life, things can happen to you. You can lose your children to the world for a while. They can get involved in all kinds of things that you never dreamed would ever happen. Am I speaking here? Amen. You, they can come. I've seen them come from the worst homes and make the best saints. And I've seen them come from the worst homes, best homes, and make little devils, if you please. Oh, Lord, help us. Amen. But this old boy looked up out of the wounds of life, Brother Waldron, and he said, Oh, Lord, though you slay me, yet, 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 yeah, yet, 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 yeah, I can get it out now. I will trust Though you slay me, though you allow it to come, Lord, I'm not moving. I'm staying here. I'm 
I'm going through it. My faith will carry me through. Stay in the church. Stay close to your pastor. Don't let your mind wander. Don't let your spirit wander. Go back and pray even if you can't feel God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. See, Abraham's faith was rooted in the Word of God. He received promises. Job's faith was rooted in his extreme loyalty to God. That's irrevocable faith. If you and I are loyal to God regardless, that's irrevocable faith. Even God can't always not be looking at you. There comes a time when he's going to smile and wink and say, it's your turn now. You're coming out. Everything's going to be, it's going to be all right. Amen, you've been loyal to me. Amen, looking up out of the ruins of life. I've tried to wonder, what would I do if my children were suddenly killed? Man, and we've tried to teach them to live for God and we live for God. What would I do if some disease came on my body and they said it's incurable? What would I do if everything was suddenly gone? Would I sit around somewhere and feel sorry for myself in a pity party and ask God 1,900 times, why this, why that? If I'm that type, I will never know the depths of His riches and the glory and I'll be crowned with. But if I look at it and say, Lord, you must be able to trust me now when you let me carry this kind of stuff. I think I'm just going to stay here for a while longer, Lord, and just walk with you and just serve you and just love you and just go with you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Your invincible faith is rooted in eternity. Detours, bumpy roads, hard places are just for a while. Just for a while. He said, Preacher, you ever felt like giving up all oh, yeah two, three times? What I want to preach for? Easier to go get a job in the factory. Get tired of hearing all these problems. 94 calls a day. Running here, running there. And I'm one human being. And I'm a human being and I'm not Solomon. And I don't have the and I don't have all the answers that people are looking for. But I do know God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And my faith will fight for me. And my faith will sustain me. And my faith will carry me through and carry you through. But you've got to be close to God. You've got to know Him for yourself. You can't live on somebody else's faith. You can't live on somebody else's experience. You can't live on somebody else's knowledge. You've got to know Him. Know Him, know Him for yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Invincible faith. Rooted in eternity. I know that tough times don't last. 
One man said, tough people do. This is an age when we have to be tough-minded. But yet deeply humble within our spirits. An age when we have to be firm, but yet be merciful. An age to be strong, but kind. Hallelujah. Praise God. Don't you love him today? Don't you thank him today? Got a new Latin family in my church, brand new. Just had a baby. Have been in long enough to know much about the Word of God. Has this baby. And the baby's born and there's no sockets in the hips. No sockets in the shoulders. Both hands are deformed. One foot is turned the wrong way. Doctors cut a little hole here and put an artificial trachea there so it can get air. And they feed it through needles. I go to the hospital from Queens to Manhattan almost every day. Lord, I gotta help that family. They don't understand this. Lord, you sent them to our church. You mean for them to be saved. They're just babies in you, Lord. They don't understand. Lord, give me the word of wisdom to give to them that they can accept. Help me to minister to them every day something that will help them, Lord. I went over there one afternoon and Sister Duran, she wasn't there doctor was there, a lady doctor. I stood and looked down in that little bed. doctor was standing next to me. I said, Doc, you folks have really done all you can do, haven't you? She said, yes, sir. I said, I want to tell you something. I thank you. I know you've done your best. I've been here and I've watched you look after that baby like it would be your own child. But humanly, there's only some things we can do. The rest is left to God. They said, this baby's never going to walk, never use its hands and arms. I said, Doc, I want to give you a verse of scripture in the book of Psalms. The Bible said he formed every bone perfect in the womb. Do you believe that when men can't do anything else, God can do something? She looked at me and kind of just nodded her head to some Ireland. I said, I want you to stand right here. And I want you to bow your head and pray with me. I'm going to pray my way and you pray like you know how. I started praying for that baby and I said, Lord, you see Sister Elizabeth and Brother Peppy. My God, this is a tragedy in their life. They, they never expected this and no one else did. And you, Lord, you know how the enemy's working on their mind and planting question marks in there, Lord, so he can steal their faith and make them have doubt and, and cause them to lose their walk with you over something like this. But I'm asking you, God, your word said that every bone was formed perfect in the womb. These people have said they can't do anything. Now, Lord, I ask you that you 
do something. Before I came here Wednesday, I went back over there to see the baby. And standing there, the doctor said, I want to show you something, preacher. She said, the next day after you left here, you see that leg right there? That baby, we come in here and that baby lifted that leg. Hallelujah. That gave me enough confidence to believe that however long it takes him to do it, he'll get the job done. There's some things he does instantaneously. There's things he does we pray now and tomorrow it's all right. And then there is the recovery. Hallelujah. You just keep believing and you hope against hope. I'm here to tell you we need to have a faith. Hallelujah. That can take us through the circumstances, the opinions, and the emotions of the moment. And yet I carry sickness in my own body and can't get enough faith to get it out of there. <laughs> but I ain't complaining against God. He ain't never done nothing but good by me. Hallelujah. Lord, if you never heal my body, thank you for salvation. When I get over there, everything's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want more than a fish and a loaf. Hallelujah. I want the eternal riches. I want more than what I can see. For the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are not seen, they're eternal. I want to be able to see the eternal things of God. Hallelujah. Hang in there. Pray one more time. Believe one more time. Sing one more time. Hallelujah. I live in a place where something's always happening. Come out of church one Sunday morning, I had my car jacked up and stole all the wheels off of it. <laughs> it wasn't funny then, but it's funny now. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hallelujah. But you see, when you have a faith in God, it'll help you to control your temper. It'll help you to not look at things from a worldly standpoint and attitude. It'll help you to look away to Calvary somewhere and say, well, Lord, you've been there. <laughs> so we're brothers now. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. I'm, I'm trying to, you see, you're going to leave this comfort sky high, but you're going back home to the real world. You're going to face tomorrow. You're going to be by yourself. You're going back to your situations. But the Lord is beautiful for situation. Have faith in God. There's some things your preacher can help you with. And sometimes he can't carry you. You've got to learn to do it on your own. Yeah. 
got to carve it out for yourself, you and God. Amen. With the old anthem of the church, I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but a holy trust in Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All of the ground, it's sinking sand. I'm glad I got a place to put my feet on today. I'm glad my foot is on the rock. Amen. And my captain's in heaven. And his spirit lives in me today. Praise God. And we live by the faith of the Son of God. We got a lady in New York. She's from the Dominican Republic. For five years we worked on her. When she was a kid, her mother turned her over to Santaria. It's a form of spiritism and witchcraft. She became paralyzed from her shoulders to her feet. They pushed her in a wheelchair. Witch would come by and get a little offering. Priest would come and get a little offering. One night in Brooklyn, a tough area where the church is at. What we call the Helia all-night prayer meeting. They wheeled her in there at 3 o'clock in the morning. At 5 o'clock, she walked out of the wheelchair. Amen. At 7 o'clock, she threw her hands up and started speaking in tongues, and nobody was even playing with her. somewhere there has to be a faith in God that goes beyond the ordinary. Everybody say independent faith. Everybody say independent faith. Everybody say I'm going to have some independent faith. It's rooted only in the Word of God. Come on, say it with me. It's rooted in the Word of God. Say it again. It's rooted in the Word of God. You see, if when we get in trouble, we'll run to the Word. Say, God, this is your mouth and your mind. Now talk to me, Jesus. Talk to me, Jesus. Talk to me, Jesus. Amen. Along with that will come that other faith that helps you to swallow when he talks to you and gives you the grace to walk in it and to live in it until change time comes. And you'll say, praise the Lord. And you'll say, thank you, Jesus. Your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Somebody asked me here a while back. I came back from El Salvador and there was a tremendous outpouring of the Spirit. I mean, blind eyes open. People instantly healed that were crippled. Nobody even touched them. The Spirit of God just flowed through there. Many people received the Holy Ghost. Somebody said, Brother Teach, how is it that that happens? I said, number one reason, they're not smart enough to, not, to doubt God. Number two reason, there is a deep humility and respect for spiritual things and the ministry. That's why what happened in the fifth chapter of Acts, 
just the shadow of those men went by and people were instantly healed because of a respect for the ministry and a respect for spiritual things. My God, help our country today and help our people. him again hallelujah hallelujah Jesus master 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 Holy Ghost hallelujah 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 When Elijah was in the cave and didn't have anything to eat, God knew where the blackbird stayed. And he flied his bread into him, airmail, special delivery. <laughs> Hallelujah. My brother touched it last night when they were out in the middle of the water in a storm. Fear filled their hearts. Who are we trying to kid? <laughs> Even we with the Holy Ghost got fears around us. We fear the loss of security. We fear the loss of friendships. We fear the loss of health. And they was afraid in the boat. <laughs> and I mean the sky turned blacker than a million midnights. And the wind began to howl from the four corners of the earth. And the waves began to fill that boat with water. And the sea was clapping its hands on the bottom of that boat. And fear filled their hearts. And somebody walked over there and said, Hey, Lord. It's time for you to wake up now. Don't you care that we perish? <laughs> I want to remind you of something today. It matters not whether he's laying down or standing up. <laughs> he's in charge. <laughs> you just make sure you keep him on board. <laughs> if he's on board, it's going to be all right. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord just sat up with the water and looked around and saw that boisterous wind and saw that sea. He looked out the wind and said, Hey, it's time for you to shut up and go to bed now. I'm sitting right here on deck. And that wind just ceased. Looked at that raging sea and said, You too, roll over and go back to sleep. And the sea calmed down like a crystal. Amen. I don't know what kind of storm may be raging in your mind, in your spirit, in your life today. But I know one and one only that can be called master. And if you can get to him today, he can speak to your storm. He can put peace where there's trouble. He can put my friend joy where there's sorrow. He can put strength where there's weakness. He can put victory where there's defeat. Have faith in God for yourself. <laughs> Your faith should not stand 
in the wisdom of men, but in the power, in the power, in the power of God. And you can't call it down, it's already here. And you can't call it back, it ain't gone nowhere. But you can stir it up. It's in you of a truth. Hallelujah. Turn it loose. Shake it loose. Believe Him. Believe Him today in your life. Stand fast. And the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free. Don't let yourself be entangled again in human reasonings, fear, skepticisms, doubts, a disease called I can't help it and I don't know how. <laughs> and that's why we got him. And you say praise the Lord. And you say thank you Jesus. Oh let's praise him one more time. Hallelujah. Thank you. Oh, I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. Let's stand together. No matter what tomorrow brings, what it has in store, I know I. 